everyone, welcome into the Irish NFL show with me, Colm Cronin, and delighted to be joined today by the president of American Football Ireland, Mr. Aidan McGuire. Aidan, how are you doing? Colm, I am good and listen, thanks for having me. It's been a, a wee while since we had a chat last, I think it was September of last year when we had a chat out at the Sport Ireland campus and um, again, thanks for having me. I'm, I'm eager to uh, get chatting about all the exciting things we have planned for uh, for this year and uh, and the future. Yeah, I know. Well, thank you for for taking the time. And I mean, that was a great great day, great weekend. Uh, out uh, when we were chatting at the the coaching clinic, and I think um, you know that was one example of the way in which the the game is growing and developing on the islands. And I know we're going to get into. Um, all the things that are happening this year. But ev- everyone, Aiden, I say, on this side of the Atlantic has an American football origin story. For some people, that's playing Madden on the Sega Mega Drive. For other people, it is um, Miles Dungan uh, and doing the highlights on RTE. For other people, it's much later, it's Scott Hansen and, and Red Zone. I'm interested in how you came to be interested in this fantastic sport that we all love. Yeah. Well, listen, come here. It's probably a generic story from from most of the people on this island. But um, listen, I grew up um, playing sport um, in, in Cubs Laird. Like it was, uh, you know, played Gaelic, played rugby, wasn't very good at them. But um, I remember, I couldn't have been back. In the late nineties, I remember um, watching watch, watching the news, and I, I seen the Pittsburgh Steelers and um, the Chicago Bears playing in uh, in Crow Park, and that, and that basically piqued and intrigued me interest in the sport. It was a physical sport; it was a new sport um, that 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 I was seeing for possibly the first time, um, and then that coincided like and like as I said, playing playing Madden on the Play Madden on, on on the Sega Mega Drive when I was when I was a child and and I remember that, that game um, and I had a chat with him mind about it as well was his um you had you had the great quarterbacks of well Brett Favre and John Elway on it but I always remember that game of you, once you got Tyrell Davis in the open space you, you could never you could never stop him you just you just took off and you, you could score twenty touchdowns and a half if you if you got Tyrell in, into the gap when it was just it was mad that kind of a way, but eh, no, that that between the game and seeing the Steelers playing in Ireland, that piqued my interest. And then I found out then that um, the Steeler family originally emigrated from Newry, which is only about 10 miles away from where he was born and bred as a giant. So that basically was started my love for the team I now follow, the Pittsburgh Steelers, and um, continued watching it as often as I could as I grew up and as I got older. And as you said, on RTE and, and Channel 4, we were lucky enough to get Channel 4, we were, and, and the British channels. Um, so that piqued me interest. I kept on watching it for years, and um, this life happens then. I, 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 we remember life, we had family, we had kids, and all that kind of stuff. But when it was Torpy, oh, sorry, myself and a good mate of mine, uh, Johnny Daly, we did try and get involved and start up a, an American football team in Ireland back in 2001, 2002, out of DKT. It never came to fruition. So I don't think there was enough interest. But um, back when it was tough, I decided to go back and uh, that was 10 years ago, which is, um, so I decided to go back and uh, 
get into sports and get fit because the the gut was getting a wee bit bigger than it should be. So uh wasn't fit enough for any of the comments, but the rugby game or soccer. So just by chance, I seen that there was a team starting up in um, the DKIT, the or the Dundalk Mavericks at the time. So took a trip then one cold March Sunday morning, and I've never looked back from there since since things 2013. I've never looked back since. So uh, been mad into the actual physical and uh, mental aspect of the sport. The sport I've loved it. The the strategical um, chess match that is that is football, and from that, listen, I've uh, I became president of the Dundalk Mavericks, then the Loud Mavericks, and uh, joined the board of AFI back in 2016, December, December 2016. So it's been a steady progression, and we are where we are here now. Like I said, it's it's, it's fantastic to think that from looking back on the tales, oh, back in the late 90s and I'm seeing Jerome, Bre- jo- Jerome Bettis scoring a draw in, in Crow Park to where we are now and my love for the Steelers, my love for the sport, my love for American football Ireland. It's 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 surreal in a way and what I'm able to see and do now in the position I am in is, listen, it's phenomenal. So listen, I'm here with you. What's the work? The highlight of my career so far. <laughs> The three things uh, jump out at me. In one, you have me smiling like a Cheshire cat as a Broncos fan at the memory of Terrell Davis and his rushing ability, which was absolutely phenomenal. Broncos wouldn't have won those Super Bowls without him. Two, in, down in Cork, I grew up, we got S4C rather than Channel 4, so I'm very jealous that you got yeah. that. Uh, I, I, I ended up watching a whole load of stuff in, in Welsh. Um but also, <laughs> then more importantly, the fact that, you know, I think your, your journey is really interesting because it goes through a number of, of different levels and it kind of ebbs and flows. And I think it is that way probably for a, a lot of people. But there will be people who are listening who are very familiar with American Football Ireland. There will be people listening who are less familiar. Can yeah. you talk to me, I suppose, a little bit about who American Football Ireland are and what your role as president entails? Yeah, listen, American football in Ireland, we are the national governing body for the sport of American football, both in the Republic of Ireland and Northern Ireland, um, which we're extremely lucky because we can um, garner support and wisdom and funding from both Sport Ireland and Sport NI. But primarily, we are governed by Sport um, Ireland. That's where our core funding comes from. We're a funny voluntary-led association from myself down to the other the board members, administration members, directors, the panel directors, and, and so on, um, which I think it's fantastic the way we are with with how we run. Like Everyone that is a volunteer can give, say, two, maybe one or two hours a week to help the sport, but then there's others that can give more up towards the 20 hours. So listen, there's a... There's a a great mix of wisdom, a great uh, mix of people in our association that are able to help grow the sport. So, um, as I said, we with the national governing body, we we have we have um, three different codes of sport within American football in Ireland. So, we have your standard tackle football, as everybody knows, um, as the watch of a Sunday on on the NFL and on Sky Sports. 
Um, that's for 18 years plus. We have our huge type of football, which is from 15 years of age to 18. And then we have a flag football league, which is which is very, very quickly growing. Will eventually become our most prominent sport within within our end. Um, within our association. But um to give a broad um uh, input on what on what we have is is within our tackle league we currently have um nineteen teams participating across across three leagues and both and they are spread across spread across the, the thirty two counties. In our youth football um we have five teams as of last year. Um, and then within our flag football um, <clears throat> leagues, we have 25 teams as of last year. But what we have found from last year and the interest with, um, with the NFL of being on Sky Sports and the, the more accessible football has become, um, we have six new non, um, six new flag only teams called. So that would, they would be teams that are not part of C. Pack of football teams, which is great to see. So we're going to be upwards of thirty, you know, over thirty teams going into this season. Hopefully, that can grow a bit of time. Say our standard of football season will kick off in the fall of this year. But um, that is where we are with that was up on the on field aspect of it. Off the field, and um, my particular role as, as president is as I I oversee the the running of the the management board and we. With, as a board, we ensure that the association has been ran correctly, and that we comply with good governance and principles, uh, while remaining open, transparent, and accountable. But um, other than that, we 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 assist them. We we would um, oversee the the run of the administration at the at the moment and the department uh, directors as well. So we we all work together. We're all we all get on. We all have a. Uh, a close uh, bond to develop and grow the sport on Ireland. So it is going very, very well at present. There is a lot more that can be done if we're not improving and growing. This thing might as well just stop. But um, we do have huge um, goals and ideas of where we want to bring the association in relation to how it can be better set up to be for, uh, for the future. So as I mentioned, we're a voluntary run association, national government body, I should say. But where do we we have to look at the future if the eventually and we're at the point now, actually, is that the voluntary aspect of it just can't get on the work done that's needed. So um myself and the board are, and with Sport Ireland as well, we're looking at um revamping how the management structure um, is and how we work. Um, this is solely to future proof us so that we're able to actually hire somebody and take somebody in that can do the day to day running and, and develop and grow this board and get it to where we want it, where we want to be, to be able to bring in more more members, more teams, and all that kind of stuff. So I hope that's the long, boring version of it. Um, the, the exciting version of it is, is listen, I myself and my daughter board members and the other management members, we have a great time in, in, in growing and developing the sport. In across the country, and uh, it's it's just kicking on and rolling on, and it's it, it's great. Yeah, I know. I think I think it's really interesting to to hear about it, and it's great for people to understand that 
it isn't just the tackle side of things. And I know I was talking to Liam Ryan last week, and obviously that came up. And we will talk about um, events in in Limerick over the the summer. But the opportunities, I suppose, for people to to get involved are, but both in in playing and I suppose in officiating and you know in 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 a number of different ways and. Um, even talking to the UCD lads earlier in the week, you know, they were encouraging people to check out the, their own um, yeah. kind of social media and, and website operates, but also American Football Ireland, because there are different ways people can, can get involved. And I suppose one of the interesting things to me is like the, the special relationship, obviously, that Ireland has with America. I mean, yeah. the history of football at the island. I think the yeah. first game... That was maybe back in the forties. I think maybe there were two games in in the forties that were that were played uh, over here, and then going to the eighties um, and um, into the the nineties. And then there's a li- a little bit of uh, you know a few a few down years, but it really begins to kind of pick up again in the kind of um, in the early two thousands with a, a whole host, I suppose, of, of different teams. Um, coming over, be it kind of college, um, be it the um, national team, be it high schools and stuff like that. But it feels like, to me, certainly, things have really ramped up over that the past couple of years. The fact that we have this year the kind of back-to-back college games, the fact that last year we saw the Shamrock Bowl in the Kingspan Stadium, the crowd that, that was there. I, I'm, you know, from from your perspective, what you said you you, you uh, joined the board in 2016. Have you seen that that growth and development? Um, yeah, yeah, I, I have now from 2016, and now with with uh, those of say the tactic football teams, but um, it, with all sports, when on every niche sports like us, and there, there has been a bit of to and fro or ebb and flow with that with. With teams that have come in and haven't been able to sustain, um, to, to be able to sustain and remain within the league, it's very unfortunate. Um, listen, we're not get into it, but the last couple of years and what has happened within the world hasn't helped. But when the community and the teams and the members within American Football Island have rallied around each other to help the, the tackle football teams continue to to grow and, and develop. So we're getting back to where we were, say, pre-COVID, which is great, and we'll be able to kick on from there. But no, there definitely has been um, growth um, from a management standpoint and from a playing standpoint, both on and off the field since I've come on the board. Now, I know it was the t- December 16, so listen, you can't really count 2016, but from the, since 2017, definitely from... Um, from the way we run things to um, our relationships we have with shareholders and stakeholders and other and other bodies, but internationally and domestically, has has greatly improved. Um, and I think that is acknowledged and by the likes of Sport Ireland, Sport Ireland, uh, and some um, and other and, and other areas like the NFL and and IFAF, the uh, International Football. Uh, sorry, International Federation of American Football. So there has been growth, there has been um, new friendships and, bond, and bonds built over the last number of years. And it's a matter of making them stronger and getting new new, um, new contacts and new um, 
working agreements with, with, with other partners and other potential people that can come in and help and grow, that can come in and help and grow our sports away. No, listen, I, I've seen it, I have been, I've seen the level of people that want to come in and volunteer as well. And one of the things that has happened since, since I've become president is, is that, um, we've looked outside of American football Ireland to fill key roles. Um, so the Britain, like the commissioner or the chief finance officer or the director of development and, and probably even somebody else. So I must apologize, but these are all people that primarily weren't members of AFI before taking on Ronan's and the wisdom and the knowledge that they have brought in has helped us kick on. So that's comes back to the way, as I said, the way we were running the association now to grow the future proof us in the future. So, uh, no, it's it is good, but listen, there's always work to be done. And by the time my term is up, listen, it's um, I want to make sure that I can, if I leave it in a better place than when I found it, listen, I'll be happy. And yeah, I mean, like, there's obviously an enormous amount of work that goes on that you've mentioned, and and essentially kind of scaffolding so that the the structure can can be built for those people who are you know getting involved or watching the sport or love the sport and. Kind of, what are the the things that they can look forward to? Um, we are on the cusp of, as you've talked about, the the new kitted season kicking off. Yeah. But it's not only the the kitted season that people have to look forward to over the the next couple of months. No, it's not not at all, not at all. As you mentioned, our kitted season starts um, this Sunday, January. It starts this Sunday. Time has flown. Like we're, I'm just looking at the calendar here. We're we're in March already, so it starts this Sunday yet. Yeah. So our kitted season this year, as I mentioned, starts this Sunday and it will run until the 16th of, or 16th of July, sorry, 16th of July when we have our Shamrock Board. Our Shamrock Board is three weeks early this year and because our National Wolfhound Senior Type of Football Team have a, a European Championship game um, uh, at home to Turkey. So Turkey are coming to Ireland to play our national team in a competitive European Championship game on the August Bank holiday weekend, which is traditionally our Shamrock Bowl weekend. So we've had to compress our type of football season. So if we go from our type of football season into the one of Hounds um, European Championship game at the start of August, then I'm just looking at the calendar. Two weeks after that, we have the European Flag Football Championship games in Limerick. Uh, then a week after that, we have the Erlingus College Football Classic. We also have the week after the, the Flag Football Championships. We also are on the 19s. Woodpounds team will be part of a number of games held in Donnybrook Stadium um, as part of the Global International Football um, event where there's the, the, a number of high school teams are coming over to participate in the celebration of football that weekend of the Islanders College Football Classic. And then hopefully it is planned at the moment, but it's still to be confirmed that the uh, Hope True Football, Rob Woodson, Coach Woodson's Hope True Football Foundation will come back over at the start of September to run another clinic for the, for the young players and the young athletes here in, in Ireland. But that clinic could happen in, in either July, August or September. Uh, at the present, it's, we're planning for it to run at the same weekend in September next year, but 
it all depends on schedules of the American courses and when they're available. And what well, so once that's all over, we kick into our youth football season in in September, and we also kick into our flag football season in September as well. And um, so that's the playing aspect of it. But what I would point out to your listeners is is that throughout that. Um, we will be hosting a number of flag football blitzes throughout the type of football season, throughout the months of July and August, and uh, with the aim of promoting the sport and getting more people involved in the flag football aspect of the sport, the non-contact aspect of the sport, so new um, so young uh, men and women can come down, try the sport out if they like it, and they can take it up, and we'll be there to help help them um, navigate and find their, their local team or even set up their own team. As I said, flag football is, is non-kid. It's very, very like tag bugby. It's very, very easy to set up. So that's where we see massive growth when it comes to flag football. And that's that's the area. But uh, stay tuned. If you listen, stay tuned to our social media platforms, to our website. These are all going to be, um, these are all going to be advertised. Uh, that's the on-field stuff from, from an office aspect of it is we have uh, plenty of um, meetings coming up I, we're very lucky next next week Sunday week to be able to host and meet in Greece a number of Notre Dame players that are coming over in the lead up that's next weekend but then in the lead up to the Erlingus College Football Classic we'll be able to um, meet and greet more players more coaches um, different kinds of meet with different kind of American bodies as well that thankfully last year I was able to make a few contacts that would help go the sport towards, help go AFI towards this, the end of this year and onwards. Um, I'm hoping to make more. Um, and then ultimately, one of the things we do have this year that we haven't had before is we're going to have our, our inaugural um, Gala Awards night. So we're going to get everybody down to Dublin. We're going to get um, as many members as we can from every club department down in the suits of the clubs so we can have an inaugural awards night um, in November of this year and we're going to then launch our Hall of Fame as well we have a Hall of Fame committee that are um, currently I think they've had the first meeting or they're about to have the first meeting where they're going to select um, a number of people to be the inaugural class of our, our American Football Ireland Hall of Fame because I think it's important and we discussed this event as a board, I think it's important to recognise where we've come from the American Football Ireland um, it was 35 years this year, and there's been a lot of good people that have been part of the association over the 35 years. There's been a lot of people that have had and grown clubs in them 35 years, and I think it's only right that then people start to be acknowledged for what they have done and the foundation that they have uh, laid have helped us where we are now. So, um, no, no, it's exciting times. Very exciting. I think when you step back and you look at it, the fact that, you know, you have any number of different things happening, because as you said, right, you have your kind of what would previously have been your, your bread and butter in the kitted season kicking off, but the the new development with flag football, at, um, you know, and the, the growth of that and the fact that, you know, the NFL themselves are pushing that. I mean, I had Phoebe Schechter on chatting to me a couple of months ago. She was obviously named one of the ambassadors. Uh, I think uh, your own uh, Chase Claypool is another OC, uh, Amra St. Brown. So like the NFL are pushing this. We obviously saw the ad 
at halftime during the, the Super Bowl with Diana Flores. So that's a side of things that that is growing. Um, the the fact that I suppose also, you know, you have the 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 enormous college football game, right? Notre Dame, one of the biggest yeah. names. Um, it doesn't matter whether it's NFL, college football, wherever you are, people in the world know Notre Dame. But now those high school games, the Friday night lights element to it, yeah. I think is a really exciting uh, aspect to come back. And that's a yeah. that's gonna be a triple header, right? Amy? It is, yes. Now um Actually, had a meeting with the the event organizer, uh, Mr. Patrick Steamboat, and um, last week about us. And well, yeah, it's a triple header. And I mean, sorry, I call it Donnybrook Stadium. It's at Energy at Park, and in the Donnybrook game in the Friday, and it's the twenty fifth. Sorry, my my day could be wrong. It's twenty fifth, twenty fourth, twenty fifth. It's the Friday night anyway. And uh, triple header. There's a number of three, four high school teams coming over from. And the US, there was a number of powerhouse um, high schools coming over to participate. Um, the NFL UK academies coming over to play one of the high school teams. But I think what, what one of the best things is, from an AFI standpoint, is is that the last game on the Friday, the 7 p.m. kickoff on the Friday, is our under-19s World Fans team. So our national under on the 19th team get close to close the day off and they get to experience what friday night lights is all about the u.s high school teams have experienced that they listen that's it's it's common knowledge that that's high school football that evening but um our, our, our young our young men and women on the on the 19th world team get to experience that which i think is i think it's fantastic for them to see the spectacle and to see the, um, the American tourists and friends and family members of the traveling high schools to experience the camaraderie and the the vibe and the enthusiasm that that goes into an event like like a Friday night slice, uh, Friday night right in a Friday night. Listen, go on, get of it, move on. <laughs> uh, no, I, I think it is. I mean, the the fact that it's all kind of so you're you're essentially going to have. You know, over that span of things in July and and August, and um, you know the the Shamrock Bowl happening, the um, flag football championship, Friday Night Lights, and the the big college game. I mean that that is fantastic to have. I mean, I remember last year, um, you know how how well things flowed from the 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 Shamrock Bowl, the game, and then the Rob Woodson coaching clinic, and um, we had a. a with UCD guys, Aaron Mooney had been at that coaching clinic and, you know, he, he talked about how much he, he enjoyed it. But yeah. I was there, I saw the, the engagement and one of the things that stood out and I think, um, you know, surprised maybe coaches who hadn't been to Ireland before was the standard and the quality of the, the players, Aiden. I think people are beginning to, to realise that we have some seriously talented, they've always existed, but maybe the... The, the knowledge um, of of just how talented some of the players are uh, is is spreading globally. Yeah, no, listen, that was, that was it was that was a pretty special weekend, and not only not only because I met a Pittsburgh staying legend, but it was a pretty special weekend to have um, people of that caliber come into our our island and coach. Pass on the knowledge and the wisdom on to our coaches and our players. 
And listen, none of this would have happened. None of the hope through the bubble would have happened without um, the the foresight and the the. I can't think of the word, but none of this would have happened without Coach Keon O'Sullivan, the World Fans head coach. He rang me about us. He rang me about the potential of meeting meeting Coach Rick Ayub, who you met on the day as well from from the UK and and shared his shared the knowledge foundation. So uh, none of this would have happened without Coach Kieran, and and it's amazing how that has kicked on. Just to have NFL legends and former NFL coaches and high school and college coaches and NFL players come into Ireland to coach our our young our young players, our senior players, and as you mentioned, listen, they were very very and um, enthusiastic and surprised about the caliber. Or and quantity of players that we have in on on this island, and uh, they are looking forward to coming back. It is, and it always was going to be a, a plan that this was not going to be a one and done type of an event. It's going to be an annual event. And uh, the only reason why I can't give a date when Coach Watson and and the American coaches and Coach Rick AO will be back on these shores is because, as as you may know, Coach Rod and Coach Chuck who, who ran the event and. Um, the currently currently um, defensive core, sorry, defensive line coach and head coach of the Vegas Vipers in the XFL. So I think we have to wait until the XFL finishes in May before we can rubber stamp and find a, a definite date. But uh, no, it it is good. And as you mentioned, the quality of player in this country is being noticed. We have a number of players that have gone on playing the in the German league. We've a number of players gone playing the Scandinavian leagues, which is very very competitive. And then what I think is one of the most surprising and encouraging things as well is we have a young man from um, young man from Belfast called Lopez who was got has was born to the NFL UK Academy, and um, who came through. Are the Belfast Trojans youth system, and as is now a, a member of the NFL UK Academy, who come to Dublin and play in um, and play this uh, this August. So it's exciting. One of the things as well is is that we hope to start up a player uh, a player program where we can identify individual young players from a youth league and help them grow and develop and try and get them into and. Uh, try and get them into the likes of the NFL Academy or beyond and just develop them as football players because it is it is an area and I've said it it this is a great area where sports stars and sports athletes within 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 Ireland have a chance to to grow, develop and make something more and uh, of themselves for a for from a career what career wise with their sport. Do you know what I mean? I hope I explain that correctly. No, absolutely. No, it's great to hear. And, you know, the fact the fact that the NFL themselves are kind of so committed now to growing globally, you know, the, the international player pathway, the fact that there are more international combines, all of those things that I think um, will will help to, to grow the game. And, you know, when we've had Henry Hodgson on previously, um, you know, he he's somebody who's very committed to growing the, the game. Um, especially in in Europe, and we heard the commissioner Roger Goodell during his Super Bowl pre- uh, press conference talking about you know more and more games. I I think it's inevitable that we see games in Paris and and Madrid, 
And what what about uh, Dublin, Aiden? Your your seniors played a, a preseason game, obviously that you, you talked yeah. about. I was fortunate enough to to go along uh, to yeah. to that back in '97. Do you think it's uh, feasible that it's not going to happen? Um, you know, within the net the next couple of years, but could we see? Yeah. Um, an NFL game return to the shores at some point in the future. Yes, all I all I can hope is that it will. I think that there's a strong enough connection there between Ireland and the likes of the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Chicago Bears, or particularly the New York Giants. There's a strong enough connection between say then three teams and and Ireland, and it's only a matter of of them wanting to come. I fully believe that you would see 83,000 people pack out Crow Park and the tickets would, would go would go be sold out within a day, less than a day. Just, I reckon if, if one of them teams would sell out Crow Park very, very easily, um, it makes sense that they would, they would have it in Dublin, particularly um, the Pittsburgh Steelers, given the connection the Steelers have with Ireland and the fact that they uh, the, the late Dan Rooney was the U.S. ambassador um, to Ireland, so uh, it would make sense. It would be great to see it. Um, but yeah, no, you're right. There would, would there will be more games. I can see more games be going internationally, but branching outside Europe and um, Mexico. So I I could see games branching out to further afield as well. So uh, um, but uh, it's it's all I can do is hope, Colin. All I can do is hope. That's that's what we all we can do. But I think you're right. I think Rio will definitely get a game in the in the not too distant future as well. Brazil is NFL mad. But it's funny, I mean, we had Peter King on just a few weeks ago. He one of his great moments, he says, uh, his memories is seeing you two in Crow Park and he would absolutely love, he said, to see an NFL game there. And he yeah. said that what happened in Germany kind of opened the NFL's eyes a little bit to the atmosphere and the fact that the crowds over here are so hum- hungry for yeah. the game and that yeah. while the the stadiums might be a little bit different from the likes of maybe SoFi Stadium yeah. in Elliot, yeah. the atmosphere and the passion that the fans over here have is, is palpable even 5,000, 6,000 miles away yeah. in those New York offices so um, yeah no what did I you could it'd be hard to visualize and um, Watching Red Zone or watching watching football on a, on Sunland Sky Sports and seeing seeing the vast amount of space in Crow Park, there would be free. They should do it if you plunk a you plunk an NFL inside pitch in the middle. So, uh, but listen, you can only oh, buddy, I'd like to take that definitely you you'll see you'll see an NFL game in in Dublin as you mentioned. Um, the seeing the excitement and the enthusiasm of European fans when they went outside. The UK and seeing what the likes of the likes of Germany has to offer, and it, it, it is only it is only inevitable as you mentioned Paris or Rome or Madrid or something like that more so than before they before they come to these shows. But we are very very lucky from our standpoint that we that people within Ireland and our members get we get to experience high quality American football when when it comes to say the college games and the Ireland with college football classic series. So. Um, we, we, we're not doing too bad. I, I do know uh, from speaking to a couple of my European counterparts um, within uh, America, within my role that uh, they'd love to have college football games in their countries to be able to 
selling and experience on that. So we're very, very lucky where we are at the moment. Yeah, no, yeah, absolutely. And and it definitely has raised the, the profile, I think, of, of Ireland. It was interesting even being being um Phoenix for the Super Bowl and the number of people that talked about uh the, the college games and um last year um and knowing that Notre Dame were were coming over. It is it's been a pleasure chatting to you. I wanna say yeah. kudos and, and um you know, congratulations and thanks to you and the, the board for like the growth and development that you have brought to the sport. It was um, you know, talking to Liam last week it, he talked about, you know, the fact that when he started playing, there were la- like, you know, lads played two ways, you might still get that, but he said the guys were having to swap out kind of kits and and stuff like that they were just standing on the side of the field now you can see the way in which that the sport has grown and, and developed and i hope that continues for people who are listening who want to get more information about american football ireland where can they go and and get that listen it, it's 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 pretty simple you go to americanfootball.ie there's a little section in it called find my club and that brings you to all our current football clubs or uh, flag football clubs and um, so that would be the way to easiest way to go other than that keep an eye on the on our social media platforms we're constantly advertising and in particular as as we start to host and uh, our number of uh, flag only blitzes and uh, that um that would be a new way for people to want maybe want to take up that aspect of the sport but uh no that that is the best way and get down and see the games there's games throughout the country Every week, um, for the next, um, next one until July. I don't know how many weeks that is, but until the middle of July. So, it's there is stuff always happening from this weekend onwards, from nearly to the end of the year. Uh, there's some fall of um football activity on field, but um, can I make a cheeky little plug? I'm gonna make a cheeky little Absolutely. I was on a meeting last night when. In relation to the European Flag Football Championships, there was a technical meeting with with the potential nations travelling over. Um, we're looking at twenty. Well, there was twenty seven nations on the call last night between European nations, and we're actually hosting the African nation at the African Championship as well. Believe it or not, but um, what I've noticed with that is is that we've gone from twenty nations up to potentially twenty seven nations. So, if any of your listeners are not members of of AFI are not members of a club and not getting the correspondence I would send out to clubs and members about us and but they want to volunteer and get involved with the European Flag Football Championships. If they hit if they hit me up on Aiden at AmericanFootball.ie and we we are always looking for people and we're starting to do it for uh, people to come in, volunteer, help out with, with the running of the event, the steering of the event, and in particular, um, the social aspe- social media aspect of the event. So it's uh, it's a massive, massive event. As I said, we're, we're a volunteer, volunteer-led association. So it's uh, the more help and the more expertise we can bring in to help make this work um, would be fantastic. So if they, if they can hit me up, if they want to get involved, with something like this, or if you want to get involved in any aspect of of American football in Ireland, they can they can um, they can contact me, or they can go through the contact form on the website. Yeah, absolutely, and we can look to put some of those details in the the show notes. But yeah, just to echo what you said, as somebody who has been to 
um, you know, see NFL games, been to college games, but also gone along to um, the domestic game. Definitely would encourage listeners check it out. Um, there are teams up and down the the country, wherever you are, and it is it's it's really good fun. Um, the generally teams are very very welcoming of uh, new, yeah. fa- new fans coming along to yeah. to watch. Uh, so do check it out and. There is a, a truly a mouth-watering fixture to kick off the Premier Division oh, man. this this weekend with a, a rematch of the uh, Shamrock Bowl. And uh, I know that uh, Thomas Fitzgerald said uh, the, the league knew what they were doing because when the Rebels play UCD, it's always a great game. But there is intriguing yeah. games in Division 1 as well. I know that there's yeah. a lot of intrigue around Division 1 this year. And obviously, um, hopefully... My, my former place of employment, Trinity College, I always enjoyed um, watching Trinity yeah. when I was when I was there. They're they're back. Started with a bang last year, didn't end so well, but hopefully, yeah. um, a lot of interest and they can keep it going. Um, so really, a, a really exciting kind of six months in the in the in the work yeah. But I want to wish you all the the best for them, and thank you once again for taking the time to chat to me. Listen, it's it's great speaking to Colin. I think the next time we we uh, we have a meeting like this, I'll be a lot lot greater. But um, we it's great speaking to you. And uh, listen, it's and um, your 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 platform has 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 brought us uh, has brought in our exposure to it to a new level. And listen, I must thank you on behalf of American Football Ireland to to you and to the the guys within. Yeah, you're saying the fan show for everything you have done over the last while and everything you will do in the future for us. No, I absolutely can continue to uh, look forward to, to working with you and, and growing and developing the, the sport here in Ireland. Thanks, Colin. Listen, thank you.